Joining us in the studio is Her Worship, the Mayor of Wasaga Beach, Nina Bafulci. Great to have you back in the studio, Nina. Good morning. Uh, always happy to be here. Now, of course, when it hits September and the Mayor of Wasaga Beach is in the studio, I, I always have to ask, and we're all living in a tourist community, but I think Wasaga Beach, it's, it's a little bit more integral. And uh, how was the summer? How did it go? I know that high water was an issue, but uh, otherwise, how did it go? Uh, overall, it was a great, uh, great summer. We had uh, some awesome events uh, mm-hmm. happening, still happening. We have another one this weekend coming up. But um, the high waters um, were a challenge at times, lots of cleanup. But uh, overall, if the sun shines, the people come, and they certainly uh, did. And when the sand covered the road, they, they found, found enjoyment in that as well. So it was a good <laughs> summer. It just meant for even more shallow water. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we, we created more beach, so it was, it was fine. Uh, is, is this a concern? You know, were you hearing from the residents that, oh my goodness, what's going to happen now? With is this the new normal for Wasaga Beach? Um, I think it's it's a fluctuation. It happens. Uh, if you talk to somebody who's been in the area for a long yeah. time, they'll tell you, oh, I remember when it was high before. Um, we were complaining a few years back that it was too low. Right. Where, where was our water going? So I think it's it's a cycle. I think it's something that when we redevelop the beachfront, we will have to plan for. Mm, and uh, we're in a good position to uh, to consider that. So so it'll be fine. Let's talk about that redeveloping of the beachfront. I know that the expression of interest is out and the deadline is September 20th. Uh, for those who don't know what that means, uh, what are we talking about here? So in uh, June, the town put out a request for expression of interest to the development community for those who would be interested in uh, submitting plans to redevelop and uh, revitalize the beachfront area. Uh, the original date was August 2nd, and through the biz- discussions with the business community, they um, requested an extension um, just to allow them more time. So that is now September 20th. So we will um, get interested parties um, submitting, and we will shortlist that and go to a formal RFP request for proposal process. With the previous council, you, you, there was sort of a deal with the Fram Group. That is that completely off the table or or? Could they be one of the folks doing expression of interest? Absolutely. Um, the request for expression of interest is open to uh, any any of the development community mm-hmm. who want to submit. Last uh, term of council, the request for proposal piece was the piece that was skipped. So right. we're, we're doing that this time, and we feel that that's the best way to uh, get the, the best people building our beachfront. Are there particular things council, in, or maybe you in particular, are looking for, or is this a clean slate? Um, we're, what we're not looking for is condos along the entire beachfront. Right. You know, we need commercial, we need activities for people to to do while they're there. We recognize that there needs to be a um, residential component to it in order to make it viable for the development community. Uh, during our, um, we had a, a meeting for any developers who wanted to come and ask questions and things, and the ideas that they were tossing around the table were fantastic. So I think that there we'll see some exciting stuff come forward. Collingwood is currently going through a, a waterfront to redevelopment. Uh, are you happy the way they're doing it? Or would you take some notes from what Collingwood's doing? Uh, truthfully, I've been so focused in the beach, I haven't <laughs> looked at Collingwood's. <laughs> are there any communities that you're, you're looking at going, wow, they did it right. Let's try and do it that way. Um, I think we're just staying open to what what is presented to us from the development community. They know what they can build and uh, do it well and make a profit. They have mm-hmm. to make a profit. But uh, we're certainly looking for certain things to be located at our beachfront. And we're just leaving it open at this point to see what we get. How much control can you retain once you, you, you cut a deal with a developer? Are we giving away our beach? 
No. Um, I mean, the beach is still owned by the province, mm-hmm. so we can't give the beach away. As far as access to the beach, that's something that we will ensure that um, residents and tourists, that there's always access. Um, we don't want to see that shut off. And you can do that with with zoning. and We can do that with zoning and, and uh, things like that. But even the properties themselves, it's mm. not a matter of receiving... Um, a proposal and us automatically turning the land over. There will be conditions um, in place where you know certain certain requirements need to be met, certain steps, and if that doesn't happen, then um, there, there are consequences to that. Okay. Uh, I noticed that uh, you and council are looking at some procedural uh, changes, some some updates to the way you you do business. Uh, wh- what what was the reason for opening that door? So um, there was a n- number of. Um, administrative things that the clerk felt that needed to be updated. And um, the issue that seems to grab the most attention is the fact that we've removed the question period at the end of the meeting. Um, There was always a a comment period at the beginning last term and a question period at the end. But by the time you get to the end of the meeting, we've already made our decisions. So we chose to combine that at the beginning of the meeting, have have a comment and question period. Um, Some feel that we are trying to limit input, which is not the case at all. Uh, they can still call us. They can still email us. Um, they can still all do what they normally do. Right. Um, that we have our next uh, coffee with council on September 21st at Nancy Island, so people are always welcome to come there. But um, it's to be more effective and efficient during our meetings. You know, having people stand up and talk about anything. Um, we really don't have time for that. We have items on an agenda, so if there's a question or a comment about an item on the agenda, we're happy to uh, deal with it. And it makes sense to get those questions and comments ahead of time so that you and and you can share that with the rest of the council and that you guys can all have an an opportunity to sort of digest it before you you vote on it or talk about it. Absolutely. And we are um, changing the process for who speaks. Um, We're not, you know, as long as it's an item on the agenda, Mm -hmm. you'll you'll have the opportunity to speak to it. But um, we are asking that they sign in now, your name, your address, um, the item number that uh, the agenda item that they wish to speak to. We're not asking for them to lay out the question, but what is the item agenda? Because right. far too often we get people who will ramble on about something and on a different tangent. We really need to so stick you, stick to the agenda. Right. Which you're not. It's not. You're not unwilling to listen to that, but just this right. is not the right time. That's right. They can get us before a meeting, after a meeting. We're happy to talk at any point, but the agenda time is for the agenda. In terms of resident feedback, in terms of the input uh, about some of these major changes that are happening with Saga Beach, do you feel that you're getting? a lot of feedback from from the residents. Would you like more dialogue? Um, There is a handful of residents who are being very vocal about certain changes, but I would say that uh, for the most part, people are happy. I get a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, a lot of stops, um, you know, in a parking lot or in, or in Walmart, and uh, people are happy with. It must the take direction. you forever to shop. I've I've been doing the, the superstore <laughs> super order before I get there thing lately, and it's been working. <laughs> so. uh, let's talk about something. Just sort of wrap up. Uh, we've been talking about the casino, and again, congratulations, Wasaga Beach gets the casino. Uh, is there any more movement? Has there been any more decisions? Do we have an idea of what this casino is going to look like in terms of the style and makeup? So uh, Gateway and OLG will come and do another presentation for council and the community just okay. to update us all. But uh, we are looking at uh, a groundbreaking this month. Wow. So that is exciting. Mm. We did at, at our last council meeting, we lifted the hold provision on the property. So we uh, will be able to issue a building permit in the very near future. Okay. So we're excited. Uh, have they given you an indication at this point whether it's going to be one of the 
the larger casinos with an entertainment aspect, or is it going to be? You know, because they have some that are just slots and and machines. At this point, it's um, there's there's two restaurants. There's a 300 slots, a couple of uh, or uh, some some tables. Right. Um, but you know, it's not the big Rama. It's not the entertainment sure. venue like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe it will spark some other things to. Uh, to add on and come to it. Fantastic. If folks have any more questions about some of the things we've talked about or any questions that come to mind, where should they reach you? Uh, They can call me at Town Hall or they can email me, MeritWasagaBeach.com. Mayor Nina Bafolci, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thank you very much. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.